Hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday and welcome to Downtown Dish. I am your host, Julie Townsend, and I hope everyone had a fabulous uh, July 4th weekend. Some of you may still be taking this week on vacation, so hopefully you're still getting to relax and enjoy uh, the week. But we are back to it. We are going to uh, tell you what's coming up in the next couple of weeks in downtown. Had some fabulous events this past weekend. Uh, We have, of course, the Downtown Farmers Curb Market every Saturday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. summer hours. And as I said last week, we are trickling down to the end of the market. We always take August off. It's a holiday for us. It's super hot Uh, and the vendors need a break, so we take August off. So you've got a few more weeks to shop at the market uh, before our August break, so take advantage of that. And we do have a Buena Block Party coming up on July 16th. So uh, after the market on July 16th, you can stick around or come back and enjoy uh, that block party. It's actually Buena Market's uh, two-year anniversary, so it's kind of a birthday party for Buena Market, and we'll have uh, lots of artisan vendors fill the streets, and uh, we'll have some food vendors and some beverage vendors, adult beverage vendors, live music, uh, all the things you've come to expect from one of the uh, downtown Buena block parties, so we're looking forward to that. Um But today, I have two guests. I'm super excited because these gals are uh, super informative and and are really going to educate you about a new program or new opportunity or a new uh, position that the Polk County School Board has um, implemented countywide versus just uh, where they started it in Winter Haven. So I have uh, two very wonderful ladies with me. I have Kylia Carswell. Hello. Hello, everyone. (laughs) And I have Reba Coyle. Hello. So Reba and Kylia are both uh, directors. They're community liaisons. They're director, comma, community liaison. They're going to tell us all about what that is. Um, But these are new positions, right? Yes, they are, relatively. Yes. So uh, I know that they had one of these positions in Winter Haven for several years, and the success of that, which you can you could tell us about uh, a little later, has sort of uh, inspired the superintendent to create multiple positions, right? Correct. So before we get into the details of the positions, why don't you gals kind of give us your background and and who you are and what brought you to this position? Kylia, you want to tell us about you? Sure. Um, As you mentioned, I am Kylia Carswell, and I am a native Lakelander. I start with that because I want everyone (laughs) to understand that I am from this community, live in this community, and have raised my children in this community. Um, My son is a graduate of schools here in Polk County. He um, graduated from George Lincoln High School and now is a college graduate, Gold Knowles. Um, And my (laughs) daughter is a student at Winston Academy of Engineering. I also attended Winston as a kid. I went to Lincoln. I always share this little story. Lincoln back then was kindergarten, fifth and sixth when I attended. Um, And then I went on to Kathleen Junior High, on to Kathleen High School. I'm a red devil. (laughs) Kathleen High School, class of 1995. Um, So this position, though, is just a wonderful opportunity to marry the career path that I've had with social services, child welfare, education, all of that combined to help benefit the students in our community and the schools. We want to make sure that people understand that our schools are doing great things, but how can we do that if, if 
people aren't aware. They don't know what's happening. They don't know the positive things that are going on on the campuses daily. So um, when this position was posted, I immediately put my application mm-hmm. in and my resume and was, and was excited to be selected for this position. And I'm looking forward to continuing the great work that Polk County Public Schools is doing with our students. Excellent, Reba. So I'm Reba Coyle, and I am the only one out of the four of us that is not a native of Polk County. And I <laughs> kind of feel bad about that, uh, but I am a little person from like Daytona Beach, Florida, and I am proud of that. But um, I went to Florida Southern College, so I really have not left since mm-hmm. then. So I've been here for 30 plus years. Um, I have an education degree, so education is my passion. I um, worked for a while teaching kindergarten and second grade and then went and stayed home with my little kiddos that are now in college. And um, I went and worked in the elementary schools and then had the opportunity to kind of manage a grant over at Bartow Elementary Academy for a couple of years. So I really got into the school system and learned a lot about it and the finances piece and how why the community is so important. Um, then I went kind of straight off out of education a little bit and went to work for Polk Vision as the uh, leadership Polk program manager. Did that for almost five years, and that's where I really – got to know so many great community members throughout the whole county, not just, you know, Lakeland or Bartow or Winterhaven, but I mean, Davenport, Haines City, Fort Meade, you name it, we met them. And um, there are some great leaders in our county, and we should be proud of that, and they work great together. And so I had an opportunity to really learn about different facets of the community, but also kind of share my wisdom about education with the leaders. Um, After that, I went and worked for Polk County Public Schools in the Workforce Education Department kind of was their business liaison for career academies. Learned a lot there. Learned a lot about career academies. I'm a huge proponent of that and um, what that can do for our students. And then this job came along. And if I tell people if I could pick any job off of the job tree, this would be it. Mm. It's wonderful. Really gets us engaged. And like Kylea said, we've got to get our community involved in our schools because our principals and our teachers are working tirelessly every day. And if we've got to show the support, we've got to kind of help them with that heavy lift of educating our students. And it starts at kindergarten, getting our students ready, talking to them about jobs and, you know, commitment and, you know, being a good citizen. And then middle school, talking about career paths and what options are out there. And then in high school, let's dig deep and, you know, what's a resume? How, you know, how do you go for an interview? Um, we've really got to start talking to them and the business community can really help do that. So happy to be here. Yeah. So it, community liaison is a is a big word, big you know like that it could is. mean that could mean pretty much so anything. many things, <laughs> a long list of things. Um, but you each have a an area, mm-hmm. right? So you said there's four of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're uh, Kylia, you are North Lakeland schools. So you have how many schools? I have 22 schools in North Lakeland. Okay, and then Reba, you have 22. 22 in your South Lakeland. South Lakeland. Okay, and yes. then they have. A Winter Haven community liaison person. Winter Haven Auburndale is Steve Warner. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Northeast Polk is Betsy Cleveland. And then um, the district is in the process of hiring and hopefully we'll have one in place um, for South Polk, um, kind of south of 60, Highway 60, um, hopefully by October. So. Okay. So what's interesting to me is that um, this position is kind of, you know, Reaching out to the community, obviously, being a liaison, as your title suggests. <laughs> but what what that means and what you're what you were just saying is that you're trying to get businesses to be more involved in the schools 
but not just because the teachers need the support and the principals need the support and the students need the support, but they also, to, to get them involved so that they understand that our schools are, are doing a pretty good job. Yes, absolutely. We, we want to change that perception. You know, right. It takes one incident at a school for someone to think negatively and spread that word about the school. Well, let's do something positive and spread the positive message about the schools. Right. And that's that. I think that is huge. That is such a huge thing that you're doing. And that's so needed because um, it, it is a, we have a bad PR situation in the states and we certainly have one here in Polk uh, because of the community perception and and the people that perpetuate it when they don't have any knowledge. Mm-hmm. They just perpetuate it based on test scores or uh, what they think they know. And because we do have this unique situation in Polk where we have um, the magnets and um, the charters, which not, you know, not a lot of counties have that. So when we come back uh, from the break, we're going to talk kind of deep dive into what kinds of things that you're really expected to do in this role. And of course, how the community can get involved, because that's that's what we're really here for. (laughs) So we'll be right back. And we're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I am Julie Townsend, your host. And our topic today is not necessarily downtown exclusive, but it is important for the entire community. And certainly there's a large business community in downtown that I want uh, exposed to these gals that are my guests today, as well as the greater Lakeland community, as well as all of Polk County, honestly. So anyone within ears reach uh, of this radio broadcast uh, needs to pay attention and get in touch with these gals when you're done, when we're done, because uh, it's important for all of us to get involved. So I am talking with Kylia Carswell and Reba Coyle, and they are community liaisons for the Polk County School Board. Uh, and their job is to get everybody that is not in the schools in the schools. <laughs> Good way to put it. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. So, and they're going to talk a little bit. And I think I think one of the things that is a challenge, um, and that your positions are really going to help uh, solve, is that a lot of folks just don't know how to help. They're like, I would help, but it's it's you know, what do I do? Who do I call? You know, and 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 they they want suggestions. They want directives. Like, tell me, tell me what I can do for this school, and and give me a list, and then I'll go out and do it. But if you just say, Hey, go help a school, it's like, ugh, what is that? What can I do? So you're gonna tell us, right? I think Reba, <laughs> you're gonna start, or Kali is gonna start with some of the ways that uh, people can help. Yes. So what Reba and I both have done for Lakeland is meet with all of our administrators. And through meeting with them, we were able to come up with a list of some common themes that have um, come around from all of our administrators in terms of things that they're in need of, things that would benefit them, things that would help the students. One of those is mentors and volunteers. Yes, COVID, no Mm. volunteers allowed on campus, but now it's a new day. We are welcoming people back onto the campus. We've talked to the administrators, they're excited. They want people to come see their schools. Because what we've realized, too, is to help change that perception, people need to be able to be there and see what is happening. You know, what is happening on this campus, what is happening at uh, Spessard Holland, what is happening at Jesse Keene. 
They don't know these things, and they don't know these things because they can't see these these things. They're not there. Um, so we need mentors as well. One of the things that we've heard many times over is that there's a need for male mentors. Mm-hmm. When you walk into a school, most of the staff at the school are females, are women. So there's a need for our students to see more males on the campuses. Particularly, we've heard that they're looking for more African-American and Hispanic males because if you think about the population and the demographics of the students that we're serving, the Hispanic population is definitely growing throughout the school district. Um, And so they are asking for more Hispanic males and African-American males to be involved. Come have lunch with a student. Come mentor a student. Come talk to a student's class um, and just spend that one-on-one time with the kids or do a group. If you can do two or three at a time, you know, have a little buddy system. You can come read to students. But our biggest ask, if you will sign up to be a mentor or a volunteer, is to be consistent. That is one of the things that we need to make sure that those who come into the schools understand is that consistency is super important for these students. Some of them have been let down so much in their little lives already that when they have someone who's come to them and said, hey, I want to mentor you or I'm going to come see you every week and two and three weeks go by and their mentor is not there, now they're disappointed. You know, they get excited. Kids mm-hmm. get excited about the littlest thing. If you tell them, hey, I'll bring you stickers next week, they are waiting for those stickers next week. So we need to make sure that our mentors and volunteers understand the um, need to be consistent with everything that they're doing. And then also you can be a reading pal. We have different opportunities to read with students. We even have a partnership with United Way where you can be a reading pal through their program. You can sign up with them. They'll assign you to a school in a classroom, and you go in a couple times a week and read with students. So... There's ways to get involved, and you can also check the school district site to find out more about the volunteer information. The cost, I believe it's $25 for the background screening, um, and there may be, may be a way to have a program or agency who wants to cover the cost for someone to go be a mentor. You know, whatever it is, we're willing to work through that with you guys. And then what? Another opportunity is incentives, you know, those goodies, those things that people like to buy um, or donate. So we're not looking for just incentives for the students, but also incentives for the staff. Mm. We do teacher appreciation really well for that one week in May. (laughs) But May is the end of the school year. Our staff (laughs) need to be incentivized (laughs) all year long because there's so much that they're facing from the beginning of the school year all the way through to the end. So if there's little things that someone can do throughout the school year to just show a little appreciation, whether it's writing thank you cards and dropping them off at the school or sponsoring a lunch once a month or something that they can do to incentivize the staff, buying gas cards. Gas is high. Teachers are driving <laughs> yes. to schools every right. day. So gas gas is really high. A gas card can go a long way. Um, or an Amazon card. They're always buying things for their classrooms out of their own pocket. Mm-hmm. So those types of little incentives are so needed for the staff, but then also student incentives for positive behavior, for um, academic achievements, things like that that the students are, are accomplishing. We want to incentivize them and, and reward them as well, um, and then just continuing that throughout the year. And Kylie is right because I think um, those little things people don't think about, but that means a lot to a school. Um, I When I was going around with the principals, I found it interesting that um, many of them, the, one of the first things they said was, can you help us make our landscaping and grounds look nice? And I'm like, mm. okay, sure, <laughs> we can try that and we can work on that. And, you know, I always think of it as, you know, your home, you want your, you know, front yard to look mm-hmm. nice. It's like the welcoming piece to your home. And that's what it is. That's what a school is, is it's the first impression that businesses and parents get when they walk onto a school campus. And if there's weeds growing everywhere and, you know, 
dead flowers plants, are, yeah. are dead. You know, <laughs> it, it kind of gives you that, ooh, wow, what's going on? And, you know, it's nothing against the principals because they have a monumentous job every day. And their days are never the same, and they do not have time to go out and pick weeds, even though I do know one, Mr. Warren, that he will do that. <laughs> uh, I know there's a couple that will. Um, so we've just got to really help them. And there, Steve Warner in Winterhaven had a great um, partnership with State Farm, the corporate office, and they give, I think it's once a month, they get a group of State Farm employees that come out, and they'll go to a school, and they will do you know, the weeding, the mulching, the planting the flowers. They'll pressure wash. I mean, they're doing a great job mm. helping these schools look good. And, you know, so also I want to give a shout out to the Polk County Sheriff's Office because they have their work crew that can come out on the weekend and really help make the schools look great. And they do it, you know, really safely. And the schools are so, so appreciative of it. So thank you, Sheriff Grady Dud, for doing that. Um, also, you know, it's little things like that. Um, you know, civic organizations, churches, they can all kind of participate in this and make yeah. just help a it makes couple it hours for a fun a fun work day it you is. Know, or it's, a, it's, a good team building it activity. is a good team building for yes absolutely so that's one thing that can be done um one of the schools um the sheriff's department couldn't um participate so the lakeland high school ag department they're um like ffa mm-hmm. executive committee students about eight of them are going to go out with their teacher and they're going to help at Carlton Palmore on the 13th and they're going to do all the weeding. Nice. So things like that are great. It's just good partnerships. Um, the other way that a lot of um, people and businesses can get involved is providing our, especially high school students, some job shadowing and internship opportunities. Um, students, like I said, need to hear it from the business community what the employers are looking for and what they need. So it's really important for them to give an opportunity to let a child come into your business, see what you do, hear from you, what your expectations are, you know, what it takes to be a team team player, you know, to communicate, to collaborate, um, to be on time, what to wear appropriately. Mm-hmm. They need to hear all of this because they're hearing it in school, but it means so much more when they can hear it from the business community. So if, if businesses can help in that way, that's great too. Yeah, so I know that my Rotary Club, um, you know, has done some some work days. I think they they did a couple of work days at Crystal Lake mm-hmm. Elementary uh, back mm-hmm. back in the spring, maybe. And um, I missed that opportunity, but I mean, that's just a fun way to go out and be with your fellow. Rotarians or your right. fellow workers um, at your office and just kind of get your hands dirty and, mm-hmm. and get get in the mud. And, and then there's, you know, this very quick uh, <laughs> reward of seeing right. the, the right. work that you've done. Mentoring a student's going to be a little longer exactly. <laughs> to see that reward. But certainly uh, landscaping is, is something that any of us can can help out yeah, with. So it's really not that hard. Yeah. And they're welcome to put a sign up saying, Hey, we we beautified this school oh, yeah. in this area. Yeah, advertisement little, for themselves. That's right. And, you little... know, schools will share it on their social media pages and you know, give kudos to the you know companies or businesses that are doing yeah, that. So that's awesome. All right. Well we're gonna talk about more ways that businesses and anyone really can get involved in our schools in a positive way when we return. And we're back. You are listening to Downtown Dish. I am your host, Julie Townsend. And uh, that 
you, you got me there with the uh, Madonna song. <laughs> I know, I was I was ready to <laughs> we all we're all like the same generation. And we're like that's Madonna, that's Lucky Star. <laughs> so no, we're not dancing in the in in the studio. Uh, I'm here with Kylia and Reba. Uh, we've been talking about uh, the new relatively new position, the community liaison director positions that at least are new for Lakeland. Uh, and these two gals have split our our fair city into two parts, north and south, and you each have about 22 schools. Mm-hmm, exactly. uh, so elementary, middle, and high schools mm-hmm. that you're in charge of servicing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you... Your offices um, are where you're not. At a, you're not stationed at a school, right? <laughs> when we first began in our roles, we were stationed at a okay. school just for the sake of getting the feel of the school setting mm-hmm. and being around the staff. Um, but now we're, we've moved out because we don't want to seem partial to one right, of the 22 exactly. schools that we each have. Um, so we're both, thankfully, and thanks to Amy Wiggins, the president of the Lakeland Chamber, we now have offices at the Lakeland mm-hmm. Chamber of Commerce. Excellent. So okay. you both have, you, all, you share offices right. there. And that's good because you need to collaborate mm-hmm. also. And actually all of the liaisons are at their local chambers. So, okay. Yeah, it's really a great. It's a great place to be because of all the businesses that come in and looking for new places and new people. And so they keep us up to, you know, today and on what's going on. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, so you have, um, I think when, when we spoke earlier in the week, you kind of said that when you first met with some of your, your principals or your, the, the staff, uh, they were kind of like, well, who are you? What are yeah. you? <laughs> what is this, what is this all about? <laughs> yeah. Cause that's kind of a new concept for them. They, they pretty much had to, Principals back in the day, before pre-U, would have to try to go and make those relationships on their own, right? Yeah, and I think this is what we've heard from Mr. Hyde and Mr. Green is that this is really uncommon. This this Mm. position isn't around at a lot of districts, so we're kind of leading the way, which is exciting. Um, But you're right. When we went, just the look on principals' faces are like, "Wait, what? What are you? Wait, you're here (laughs) to you're going to help us with that?" Um, and it took a little, a few months to, mm-hmm. you know, get acclimated to it and know that they don't have to do it all on their own. Um, but now I think they're really, you know, opening, opening up and opening their arms saying, yes, we need help and here's how we need help. And so I think it's exciting that they're finally understanding that, you know, there's some support there for them. Yeah. So, I mean, the, they'll give you a list of like, this is what I want, <laughs> they will. right? They'll they just will. give you a list. And that's great because yeah. some people want to, like you like you pointed out, I know you have a few other things to, mm-hmm. to talk about in terms of areas. We talked about incentives and mm-hmm. volunteers and mentors and beautification. But some, you know, have treasure and they just mm-hmm. want to give you money mm-hmm. and they, you know, want to know what that money's going towards and that right. it's, and they want to sort of, you know, see the, the product of that. Uh, and some have time mm-hmm. and can come and do the yard work and, and, and campus, beautify the campus. Campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a couple of other areas, though, that people can help that you haven't mentioned yet, right? Yes, definitely. One is food, clothing, and supply drives. Mm. Again, our kids have needs. Yeah. We're not saying that all kids have needs, but a lot of our kids have needs. And we want to ensure that those kids have their needs met as much as possible so they can then focus in the classroom. How can we expect a, a little kid who's coming to school with the same uniform shirt on for three days in a row, mm-hmm. probably a little stinky, he's played outside in PE, um, to focus and not feel uncomfortable, feel mm-hmm. um that he may be picked on and things like that. So we want to make sure that we are able to have supplies and uniforms available at the school, at the the ready hand of the nurse or the guidance counselor, the administrators, whether it's the principal or assistant principal. We would, we would like to be able to say, here's some uniform tops just to have extra because we know things happen. We know kids have accidents at school. 
um, in, in a number of ways. There's mm-hmm. a number of accidents that can happen. And so we ask for business partners and donors to consider doing a clothing drive. It could be used uniforms. It could be new uniforms. As long as they're in good quality, um, great condition, we ask that, you know, there's no holes because they can't wear them to school. But then also food. Food is a big one. I know we talk about a lot um, a lot of times with food insecurity in our community. Mm. It's definitely hitting hitting home with our mm-hmm. schools. Kids are coming to school with no breakfast, and they may be coming to school late, so they're missing breakfast at school. So if there's a way to have some snacks in the cabinets that they can hand off to a kid, a granola bar, some applesauce, just as they're going off to class so they have something on their stomach to hold them till lunchtime. Then we have those kids that don't have lunch money. You know, maybe their threshold for their income is right above the amount to qualify for free or reduced lunch. Maybe if we had some extra snacks, you know, things that we can give to the kids to ensure that they are able to eat something. Some of our kids, this is the only meal they're eating, and they look forward to breakfast and lunch at school. But then also school supplies. We all know the kids need school supplies um, from pencils and crayons to notebooks to binders, markers protractors, everything you could think of. (laughs) These kids need them for school supplies. And yes, school supply time is now because school starts back August 10th. But don't forget, they also need school supplies when they come back in January after the Christmas Mm -hmm. break. Mm. Those crayons are now broken. There's no erasers on the pencils. Mm. The markers are all dry. (laughs) But then with the supplies, it's not only supplies for the students, but the teachers need supplies. They need those dry erase markers. They need wipes. They need tissues. Mm. They need paper towels. So if donors are willing to just collect those types of items that will benefit not only the students but the staff as well at the schools, that would be beneficial. Yeah, when we were growing up, I don't. We did not buy hand sanitizer and you know, we just did not. And... We our families were not expected mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, as my kids got older, and now all mine are, you know, my last one graduated in uh, last year. But yeah, that's just there's a lot of st- and and we certainly don't want the teachers buying it. So right. I totally but understand. They but they, they do. do. They I know do. that they do. But it's just amazing mm-hmm. the things that that the. Families are expected to provide, the teachers are expected to provide when it really should be us as a community providing that through our tax dollars yeah, for them. It's, it's very interesting when you look at the school supply list, and I know that we've all griped about, oh, we have to buy copier paper and construction mm-hmm. paper and all these things, but they use them in the classroom. And right. when you have a class of 25, 26 kids, they will go through that rather quickly. Imagine your child at home. How many sheets of white paper will they use when they're drawing one picture? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so think about that in a classroom with that many children. Right. Absolutely. The littlest things can help. Yeah. Um, the other thing that we like to talk about is how businesses can get involved is there's lots of different ways. Um, I think when we all interviewed for this position, um, I remember Mr. Hyde saying, you know, the main thing about this job is helping to change the perception. And we've talked about that a little bit. But, um, you know, I've, I've been out in conversations and, oh, and I hear, oh, I wouldn't mm. send my child to that school because of that reason. Da, 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 da. But, uh, you know, I want to I say back, have you been there? Have mm-hmm. you walked in the classrooms? Have you met the principal? Have you met the teachers and exactly. students? And so some of the things that uh, one thing that Miss that Steve Warner started over in Winter Haven was principal for a day. And mm. that does help to change the perception because it gets people in the school um, you know, it has like two people that follow a principal for a half a day. They get in there, they do car line, they go and they have like a little meet and greet and like kind of talk to the principal a little bit. They meet with teachers, they meet with students, they do lunch duty, which is always a treat. Mm. Um, and then they really see what it's like 
you know, what if there's a discipline problem? This is how I handle it. How do we handle, you know, evaluations for teachers? There's so much for them to learn that that half day is a really great opportunity to kind of sit down and they always walk away with an aha moment. The business mm. partners do like, wow, I had no idea that teachers had this to do and that principals had this to do. And that just helps with them going back out in the community and going, well, I, you know, look, let me tell you what I learned today about, you know, Crystal Lake Elementary or this school. So it does help change the perception. Um, I also love the concept of adopt a school. And I'll give you an example. Valley Bank here in Lakeland, um, 17 Cologne, is helping to um, partner with Dixieland. And so they're going to kind of adopt that school for the year. And we're going to meet and they're going to see ways that they can give back. And all those ways that we've just talked about, it's this one bank, one entity, one business giving back in a way that they know they can. Whatever they can do, it will be really beneficial. Um, you know, guest speakers, we talk about that. You know, the Great American Teaching, we mm. love that. Um, but really, can we get some guest speakers and talk to these students all year long, you right. know, when they're needed at a certain, um, you know, for a certain topic or things that the kids are learning? Um, I'm starting over at Southwest um, Middle, a lunch and learn series. And Sybil Oldham Jackson really wanted to get some business partners in and talk about, you know, how they can get involved and talk to students about their careers. So we're going to start that. Um, so, you know, there's a lot that can be done. And we talked about the Know and Grows through mm -hmm. the Lakeland Rotary has been a part of through Polk Vision, partnership with Polk Vision. So there's some great things that our community can do. It's just we need to be educating our community on the education, on right. education. And yeah, we so. expect a, our business partners to think outside of the box. Bring right. us an idea and we'll Absolutely. figure out how to make it work. Yeah, you'll you'll make it you'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah. And that's what that's what's great about this position is you have that time. So all right, well we'll finish up with you guys when we get back from our next break. All right, you are listening to Downtown Dish. This is our last little segment, and I know we could probably talk for a lot longer about what these two <laughs> ladies could. are uh, expected to do and are capable of doing. Uh, this is relatively new positions. Reba and Kylia are the uh, community liaison directors. Uh, these are new positions with Polk County Schools, um, in this area anyway. They did have it in Winter Haven with Steve Warner mm -hmm. for the Correct. last three and a half years. And I've met Steve mm -hmm. uh, over the years, and I I know he did a great job in Winter Haven, which, you know, helped helped the superintendent realize that, hey, let's replicate this mm -hmm. countywide. So Absolutely. I'm super excited. Big jobs, changing the perception uh, of, of how our community sees our schools mm -hmm. as particularly the business community uh, when they talk about having difficulty getting business leaders to, you know, want to come here or move mm -hmm. their businesses here. Um, you know, they, they name the schools as one of the sort of like, mm, you know, we hear about your schools, but we have some great schools. We do. And I think most do. people don't complain about the school that they're in. They, you know, even if other if their perception of that school is not great, but you go to the parents and they're like, I love my school, you know, and my principal's great. And my teachers are great. And the lunch ladies are great or whatever <laughs> it is. So there's a lot of pride, I think, at every individual school. But that's sort of unknown. And that, you know, again, the labeling that we do in this state and maybe even the country with the grading system, that's, you know, in my opinion, completely rigged <laughs> and completely, uh, you know, just fraud. But that's my opinion. Um, I think I have a lot to back it up with that. But you gals um, have a really 
there's a the unique program that's just about to start, right, Reba? Yes. That you're going to tell us about that you can you want to sign up for. If there's Absolutely. any way to do it, you you want to sign up for it. So tell and, us about yes. it. Yes. So it's um, in partnership with Polk Vision again and the Polk County Public Schools. And this started back um, about like 2000 end of 2018, beginning of 19. Sarah Beth Wyatt, one of our school board members, um, I participated in or learned about a program over in Orange County. Um, called uh, Leadership Leadership Orange, and it's a leadership class that is um, for community members to get an immersive, you know, hands-on, deep dive into the school district. And we started trying to do that, um, and then, of course, we know what happened. Mm, uh, COVID hit, and then we stopped. And then when Mr. Hyde came on, um, Kim Long at Polk Vision brought it to his attention. He's like, this is a great idea. Let's jump on this. Let's get, get it going. So we are moving, and we will be starting that program called Inside PCPS um, in August. And it's a nine-month program. Um, seven of those months are class days, just like Leadership Lakeland, Leadership right. Polk, Leadership Winter Haven, um, pretty much the same thing. And these community members will be going into the schools and learning about um, uh, school safety, um, learning about what, you know, what's the rationale behind building schools, where they're built, why are they built there, what's the progression of the timeline. Um, they're going to look at our $2 billion budget and mm. really crack that <laughs> and look at that. Um, they're going to serve some lunch in the cafeteria and mm. learn about the nutrition. And, you know, we're going to go to an ESE, a center, and hopefully in Bartow and learn about that. So we're going to really take them and look at uh, almost all of our components of our school district, why we do things, What's the rationale? And then hopefully those business people will walk away with, okay, here's what I can do to help. Here's my takeaway from this. What can I do as a citizen to give back and to help our schools and to be the perception changers, to be the people out there, the cheerleaders for the schools? Because I know I think Kylie and I both participated in the Sheriff's Advisory Council Mm -hmm. and the sheriff did the same thing. He wanted his cheerleaders out there. So if you know about it, then you can be the cheerleader. So we're educating our business community about what this program is like. So we have the class selected. I'm not going to divulge who it is. <laughs> I will get in a lot of trouble if I do that. But we have some great people that are starting the first inaugural class. And then we'll hopefully you know, continue this um, year to year. And um, like I said, everybody that we've talked to in the district is really excited about this. And they're really excited to tell their story. Yeah, so. I mean, and we have to, uh, I, I sometimes equate the attitude that our uh sort of our business leaders in the community have about our school system to my my merchants uh, with in downtown about parking mm-hmm. um, <laughs> in the se- it, it, <laughs> because you know there's sometimes there's a there's a parking constraint at the peak hours just like there's a mm-hmm. you know a, a traffic jam on I four <laughs> at peak hours nightmare but. Uh, <laughs> Overall, you know, we've got a good parking system downtown and plenty of parking, just not all exactly where you want it to be at every moment you want to be there. But the merchants, and and this is few and far between, I use them as an example, but there have been merchants over the years that have complained to their customers or commiserated with their customers about parking. And I'm like, why are you doing that? That's so not a smart thing to do. You you want to be positive. You want to educate them. You want to tell them how great things are and you want to mm-hmm. ex- explain, you know, that, yes, there's some constraints, but you're shooting yourself in the foot if right, you complain, right. like, don't come to my business. The parking is exactly. terrible, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> so the same with our business community. We have to be cheerleaders for the school system mm-hmm. because right. if we want businesses to move here, if we want employees to move here, right. 
we have to, and and, and we're not lying, we're telling Mm -hmm. the truth, but we have to toot that horn about these great Mm -hmm. programs that are throughout and these great experiences that are, and the great teachers and principals. I mean, we've got a lot of people working hard, so um, we've got to be the cheerleaders and to be able to go in and do this program, I know it's only how many people are in each class. I mean, it's going to be once a year. I with think maybe, it's about 26, 25 yeah, this yeah. year. Yeah. So it's, it's you're, you're going to, it's, it's going to be a slow process mm-hmm. with that <laughs> other than <laughs> the fact that they're going to go out and tell people, but right. hopefully they can share their knowledge and, mm-hmm. and, um, but if you don't get in the schools and see those positive interactions between the teachers and the students, um, and all the work that goes into, uh, just running a school for a day, you know, you don't have any business talking mm-hmm. about it. Right. You know, you got to, exactly. you know, and there are, there's, everybody's got bumps in the road. Every <laughs> school's got, you know, an issue here or there. Mm-hmm. So does every business, you right. know, and so does every family. So they're not unique in that way. They're not perfect. So yeah. I'm just super excited that you guys are in this position. I think you're both perfect for the job, um, getting to know you better, understanding that, you know, where you're history is and what you're what you've come from in terms of your careers so yeah i'm just super excited about this and i hope that the community will reach out to you and give you uh lots of good feedback and lots of help obviously Mm -hmm. lots of help so is there any last takeaways that maybe (laughs) we haven't mentioned that you really want to plug before we well one plug i want to make is that a number of our schools just majority of our schools have academies Mm. Um, which have some sort of business focus. It could be medical science. It may be veterinary sciences. It could be finance. It may be um, culinary. Mm. We have the Central Florida Aerospace Academy. We have a number of academies at so many of our schools across the district. So your expertise Mm. can be used in one of those schools, even just as a guest speaker or come, having students be invited to your business to take a tour, to right. learn more about Absolutely. what you're doing, um, help them understand that it, at the public's corporate office, it's more than just the grocery stores. Right. They need people with degrees in marketing and yeah. real estate and things like that. Um, so just opening or broadening the perspectives of the students. We really want people to understand our school district is the seventh largest school district in Florida. So we have lots of kids. We're right now we're over one hundred and ten thousand students strong. Wow. We've even heard that number to be closer to one hundred and sixteen thousand potentially. So our county is continuing to grow. So we know that number is going to continue to get higher and higher. And we now have over one hundred and fifty schools. And that number is continuing to grow. We have new schools opening just this coming school year. New schools being constructed. So we need your support. We Mm -hmm. need the help. We need you to wrap our schools and our students and staff in your arms, Mm -hmm. in your business arms, um, and support them. With our demographics, we have currently 35% of our demographic, student demographics are white students, 39.9% Hispanic students. That's that's that silent majority that's Mm -hmm. climbing. And then 20% are African American, 1.5% are Asian, 2.7 2.7 say multiracial. They just they choose that as their option. And so we want people to understand the students that we're serving and how they can benefit those students and what they bring to the table. Um, and then we're among the 30th largest districts in the U.S., in the United States of America. So that's huge for us. Mm, right. When you think about Polk County geographically and our land mass, there's a lot. Yeah. Right? Right. And we want to educate our students, give them the same opportunities and experiences and exposure 
that students in New York or Washington or Miami, Orlando, our neighbor, right. have. You know, our students can compete just as long as just as well as the others. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, gals. Well, I know we can talk forever. We're going to make sure <laughs> that on the website, WLKL wlkf.com where this will be housed after the show people can reach out to you uh i'm sure that they can just go to the polk county school uh website and and find out your information but they can certainly contact me as well if they need it so thanks for being with me and thanks for listening everyone yes thanks for having us bye-bye